welcome back, Ak. Welcome back to the Charles Ergen experience. What's let going go. on, man? Good to see you. Let go, let go, let no. go, let go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Good All to good? see you. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Welcome back, yeah, guys. Good to see you. Trainings. All good. Podcast is going well. Training's going well. Like and subscribe, guys. Make sure you do that. No. The podcast going well. Charles recently bought a Porsche with the YouTube money. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Actually, make... it was a gift from Christian, yeah, who we currently have on the show. We just he's just over there. We just didn't get him a mic. So, <laughs> so hello, Christian. Hello. He's saying something, but you can't hear yeah, him. Yeah, can't hear him. Your mic's not picking anyway, it up. Anyway, um, yeah, podcast yeah. going well. You guys are doing a good job. Liking and subscribing. Keep doing that. Um, People like it. We're getting good feedback. Do you get? Did you get good feedback? People come. I get you? feedback. Someone visited our gym today, and he said it was from the podcast from America. Sick. Yeah. He travelled from America specifically I mean, to. He see is the on gym. holiday, and he does jujitsu too. And he does jujitsu, but he did attend our thing, and we said what? And Christian obviously asked him why did you come here, and he yeah. said yeah from the podcast. Sick. So shout out my guy. Shout. Out. What a man. How's Great. your jujitsu training going? Yeah, going. good. I am. Um, what am I doing? Still doing my mount bullshit. Yep. Me passing. The Boston Tea Bag. Yeah, the Boston Tea Bag. Thank you to Tarek for the name. It makes sense though, because it's kind of the same thing. You're like pushing their legs over your hip if it's a Boston crab, and yep. you're pushing their arms over your hip if it's a Boston Tea Bag. And so they, their head's going directly to the crotch, so it's a tea yes, bag. So it is a tea bag, potentially. Depends. Depends. Depends on your balls, I guess, depends. or if you're wearing spats. If you're not wearing spats, <laughs> depends on the clothing. Yeah. But I always wear <coughs> boxers, then spats, then, a, you know, shorts. So you're pretty courtesy, safe from the actual skin-to-skin contact. But yeah. you'll know. Anyway. Anyway, let's get uh, some questions. Let's get started. Let's, let's go straight in. Fuck, all right. <laughs> Somewhere to be. Time, all right. Well, we do have to do a bit of a shorter podcast. Not as short as last one, but it's going to be... The, the fans is going to be short oh okay alright then so faster, faster talking yeah so you can slow it down 1.5 yeah, yeah. half okay how to deal with someone who's always standing up in behalf butterfly how to keep or funnel I didn't hear that you how, to, speak <laughs> how to deal with someone we'll just, just say it half as quickly then yeah. how to deal with someone who's always standing up in half butterfly uh, they're, they're in half butterfly they're getting the neck they're standing up boom as in <coughs> Oh, you've got them in half butterfly and they stand up. And they're standing up, yeah. Fucking get, get on the single leg. Get, start, get the leg. Yeah, into the legs, yeah. Into the legs. It seems like if your leg's already inside... You're going to have good passageway to get in. Get, get on the shin on shin. Get, yeah. get underneath. K-guard could be an option. Yeah, K-guard. Anything. Any what, leg what, entry. What would you do? If I have no grips and they stand up, I might, I might look to play a shin on shin and sit up. If I have grips on them and they stand up, then I'll definitely enter the legs. Enter the legs. Enter the legs. Or if they're standing up like posting forward or some dumb shit, then you can maybe like attack the arms. But if they're just standing straight up, we're going for the legs. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Don't bother to wrestle up. Uh, waste yeah, it energy. could be, but then you're still gonna you're still gonna reach for the legs, and at that point, if they're still pulling away, don't waste the energy. Just be easy to wrestle up. Yeah, but you don't even, wrestling up should be like they pull you up more than yeah. Yeah. You anyway, really touch them. Yeah, exactly. You're just getting getting pulled up. Ever done rolling with strikes? How did it affect your guard game? Well, you've got a video of of uh, what's his face punching you. I have face. rolled with strikes. Yeah. Sorry, it, it, sorry. Yeah, hand slips. Well, if you scroll down my Insta page, you'll find a video of me rolling with strikes, and it went well. Nonetheless, only one of us was allowed to strike. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, other than that, I've done some MMA rounds. You had a double, and he went bang yeah. to break the grip. Sorry, I just went to break the grip. I did some MMA rounds, but did I don't you? think... How's that? 
I wasn't ground and pounding with any gusto. No. You know, I was just submitting because, you know. That's what you do. That's my that's my thing. Yeah, I submit. Also get points. Yeah. And I also lose. Fucking submit. <laughs> submit. submit. Feral bitch. Shout out McQueen. He does call her fa- fucking feral bitch. <laughs> me, my, me and my feral bitch. Go on, get Mark us McQueen is a keeper. All right, how does I can't wait to get him back on the pod. If he's, li- if he's listening to this podcast now, but he's got a big smile on his face. He'll come back he, on. He can have he can have a whole bench. Yeah, one seventy kilos. How does dealing with the outside pasta change when you're seated versus on your back? So. Like you get sticky, get more sticky for seated. Yeah, you Start got getting sticky. You got to track the feet because it's much easier for them to expose you at an angle when you're seated. You see, so mm. you've got to be, you know, blocking them from getting angle. Whereas if you're supine, you Knees can just... allow the angle to some extent and work from there. And they have to misdirect you as they go side to side. So if I'm seated, I'm trying to connect to them asap <laughs> and stay facing them. And if I feel like someone's just too athletic then i'm gonna have to fall to my back to retain and you're just getting the abs gone knees to chest on the on the floor floor. yeah try to minimize the use of abs oh yeah yeah minimize the use of abs yeah but that's what your that's your like energy bar so as if you're losing they're gonna tie your abs out and if you're winning then you're gonna just tie their lower back out from pulling up so much. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, you're gonna, so you're gonna try and like grab them or just keep tight like yeah. just keep more like curled into a ball shelling up uh, as in yeah. me on the bottom <coughs> if you're lying flat on your back yeah not necessarily though like no, I wouldn't do it needlessly sometimes as well I have my foot like past my head so it's kind of now there's it's weighted past your head so you're not using your abs so much yeah or like I wouldn't give them both my legs but go one foot towards them and one knee back or I'll just go with like just frame with one hand sometimes I'll push sometimes I'll just have it leave like leave it waiting there if they're jumping on arms then probably just leave it waiting there and if they're not then I, then i'll be pushing and encourage them to push back in yeah. so i can get legs and arms all that but yeah try to minimize using your abs when you're playing the upside down shit good shout out dvd coming soon <coughs> don't waste the energy bar down because yeah. like, you need those abs so if they start putting pressure down yeah you, need, yeah, you, you wanna, need the abs if they dive in with their head that's when they're most vulnerable to like arm attacks and like Do just funky random flexibility inverts and all that to get to their back. So <coughs> you want to save your energy for that. And that's what your most recent DVD is going to be about. Yeah. What's it going to be called? Uh, sloppy Seconds, Dealing with the Outside Passer. <coughs> it's what? a whole sloppy series of almost good techniques. That'll be sick. Yeah, it'll almost be sick. Maximize learning on and off the mats. Nice oh. breathing. <laughs> nice breathing. <coughs> is that going to help learning? Yeah, because you're more, you're, you're actually... You're more oxygenated. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking, yeah. You're Learning not just, you're not just like, <gasps> like oh. in a daze, like, <gasps> you know? Yeah. Don't do that. Nose breathing. You want to be a psycho. Look at Rafael Mendez. Yeah. He never breathes through his mouth. Also scaring people off. Yeah, flaring your nostrils helps. If someone's looking at you funny, just lay your nostrils and stare yeah. at them. Nose breathing. You're big on the nose breathing. What, what's turned you around? You read a book? S- someone, someone gave me a seminar on it. Shout out Mr. Mulally. He uh, probably doesn't watch this, but it's all good. Okay, go on. I was shed about to call it. him doctor. So, so what? Shed light? Yeah, yeah, Okay, cool. All right. So what he said in the seminar, and I'll basically break it down to you exactly how That's he said it. That's what I'm fucking asking for. So you. if you're mouth breathing, you're inefficiently breathing through your like other muscles in your rib cage, etc. Core, diaphragm and breathing. And over time, your CO2 and oxygen goes out of balance. You need the CO2 to knock off the oxygen from your blood to the muscles, but you need the oxygen. So if your nose breathing, you're keeping that balance well and the gas exchange is happening, 
<coughs> at the bottom of your lungs. So when you nose breathe, you get a more efficient gas exchange. And also if you're like chest breathing, when you go to breathe out, you're wasting more energy because you're sort of fighting your diaphragm with your chest and breathing. And using more muscles, more energy expenditure. Yeah. And eventually your lungs will get, your lung muscles will get tired and blood will be directed to your lung muscles. And then you'll have drawn less. away from muscles. Exactly. Oh. And then you've got fucking jelly of you. Like, oh God, you know. So he was saying, basically you can practice nose breathing wherever you can. And, uh, you know, right as now. you're rolling, if you nose breathe, you do it to some extent. Uh, eventually, at first, your performance will decline because it's like... You're not used to it, yeah. Yeah, but if you do find that you're literally dying, then you just do one dump breath, he called it. We just called it a dump, <laughs> which I liked. <sighs> like just normal mouth breathing. Yeah. And then uh, you get your your CO2 levels back down and you'll stop feeling that air hunger in your stomach. Then you go back to your nose breathing. How and over time, the gas exchange will be more efficient. How long have you been doing this for? Two days. Everyone just do it. Let's just, let's just all... He said listen. two months of adaptation and you will be like changed over. And throughout that time, there'll be a decline first. For sure, because you're not I used mean, to them. But you'll also notice more when people are mouth breathing and you're nose breathing. And also I find like, let's say you do a scramble, you've go, gone from like calm and nose breathing to suddenly going... <sighs> and you're both just like for a second, like pausing. If you just go back to nose breathing, go straight in, guarantee they'll be fucked in the next... Like the next exchange. Exchange, yeah. Let's all just do it and see see how much it works. I'll do just, it and I'll go, report back if you, you can't be got, fucked. You've just got to try it. Yeah. I'd rather no one else does it, to be fair. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Better utilization of oxygen. Yeah. More oxygen to the muscles. That's better for your mm-hmm. training. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That's and less blood to the lungs. So that can maximize your learning. If you're not going to tired, fucking yeah, you're able train to on think. the match, you're able to think. Yeah. That was Something about the oxygen advantage as well as them breathing through their nose to help you think. Great. Saying like when you start going like, you're not really learning. That was a great tip. Not but I don't know one. if that's Let's see. a fact. Go try it. Just, I'm going to try it. Yeah, just try so, it. We'll see. But so far, it makes sense. I feel like it definitely, the more you nose breathe, the more like consistent your energy level will be. I got a few of my clients who do that on their air, Dan. They love it. Yeah. I'm going to try ad- that. Good adaptations. Over the last four weeks, this guy's actually gotten fitter from... And who knows if it's from mm. nose breathing or just being more consistent with his iodine and you won't get ill so much because you're, you're not directly breathing in all the microbes and then things yeah sick yeah let's see good seminar thanks for that guy he uh, literally just called me and told me all this info <laughs> maximizing learning off the mats too instructionals watch DVDs think about jiu-jitsu yeah watch matches if DVDs are boring uh, try to find some sort of entertainment out of jiu-jitsu i can't watch dvds man it fucking just bores the shit out of me i can but, watch them but, but i like watching matches yeah if, if, any, if i'm not injured it's short for the amount bits. that i train which is only three times a week sometimes less i actually feel like each time i go to the match i get a little bit better just by watching some matches and like, i've been getting told huh i've been people have been praising you man oh wow yeah next question all That's right cool. is christian trolling charles and you at all Chris? I should read it to him directly, really. <laughs> or only the fluffy blue belts, me. Say again? Well, he's not trolling me. He is he... Christian trolling Charles and you at all, or only the fluffy blue belts? I don't think he's ever tried uh, in a round, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I think he only just started trying. That time he vomited, he tried. Isn't that right, <laughs> Christian? And uh, yeah, since, since then, he's been trying sometimes. If Chris says he's not trying, he's definitely not trying so but if I that's how you got him but if if he gets you then once he gets a mid life yeah that's the one yeah okay how do you defend lateral so yeah he's he's a troll yeah he's a troll to everyone yeah 
I guess so. That's his main feature. Trial. Right. How do you defend oh, lateral? Get, he's got a new instructional coming out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, why don't you... No, he's shy. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's got a new instructional coming out. It's going to be... Judo throws for no Noggy. Yeah, that won't be the exact name. It's going to be something really funny. Just really funny. Just wait. It's going to be really funny. Can't wait. And yeah, anyway, so I recommend you buy that. And uh, if any like low to mid-level guys come in, you can try the techniques out on them and send them. <laughs> to the gulag <laughs> and yeah Christian <laughs> kind of needs the money because he's just eaten frozen yogurt for the last couple of weeks nah food at home bro we go to Nando's get a meal Christian has he a beef it. wellington at home and just eats the frozen yogurt at send, Nando's send him the love is alright I got a question is 32 years old too late to start jiu jitsu no but it's definitely not but should, it's gonna be hard definitely well, it depends. Have you done sport your whole life as well? Are you like a? Has have they? Do you know them? Don't know. Right. Let's say let's say you played for England rugby, and you're 32 years old. You've well, just retired. You're gonna fucking smash the shit out of some people. Yeah, yeah. Smash yeah. the shit out of some people. If you're just an average Joe, don't really go to the gym, and you want to get started in jiu-jitsu, I'd recommend you start. This is my recommendation: two, three times a week, go to the gym. Two, three times a week, do that for. A, a year to two years and yeah. see how you go that might be quite intense starting with four to six sessions as, as someone who's never done anything two sessions a week yeah just start with two to three sessions a week of just jujitsu and then add in a weights two weights then another weights start with two, two jujitsu two weights that's it yeah I think for someone that's just an office guy though probably no office guys listen to this but if you're as in just office guy never trains yeah 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 It'd be, then like you're just so frail like yeah your neck's gonna be fucking frail it's, yeah. a, it's a neck it's the neck that yeah. I'm worried about for them the lower back as well big Look. head little neck lower you're back for. you're done for I don't think it's too late though I think you're investing in a good strength and conditioning plan two times a week I, and online <laughs> and online tell them about your program, program. Charles do mine <laughs> tell them do mine. Yeah, get yeah. on them. A, a, a good, a good strength program, two times a week. You need to be strong. If you if you go into jiu-jitsu weak, it's going to be very difficult. At least yeah. aware of body mechanics and like yeah. little things that you can do to just injure yourself, which you'll probably be safer figuring out in the gym context than in the jiu-jitsu context. Yeah, cardio is good for that. Working out yeah. how hard you can push yourself. Yeah, because if you just try and push yourself all the time, you're going to be fucked. In jiu-jitsu though. But that's not No 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 yeah, like on the yeah. bike. No 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 in the gym context, not Yeah, but that's not what you should be aiming for in the jiu-jitsu. Just just go as hard. No, as that's you can. not what I said. Learn <laughs> like know what it's like to go as hard as you can. Then yeah. when you go to jiu-jitsu, you shouldn't be doing that. Okay, yeah. Because you'll yeah. fucking know hurt. What that's to avoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, cool. That's to avoid because you'll know fucking your limit. That's how people will fuck themselves. That's when you make a silly error and be like, Why have I fucking done that? God, why have I broken my neck? Go home to the wife and kids. Why have you done that? <laughs> 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 fucking asshole. <laughs> Blame them. Yeah, true. Then you just beat them. Right, go on. Yeah, yeah obviously. How would you uh, How would you go about building explosive strength with BJJ? I would just get stronger, add some plyometrics into your workouts. You could use them as a contrast set. A contrast set saying we do deadlifts three times five. Let's say you do a set of five reps. Then you do a plyometric movement. That could be any kind of jumping movement for... Uh, any kind of landings so you could do jumping across the room you could do standing pogos basically you want to do some kind of jumping but then also you want to get significantly stronger than you currently are i would say 
But plyometrics are going to be the win. Intent when you're lifting, yeah? Intent when Is you're that- lifting. Lift when you, as soon as you pick up the bar, have the intent to move it quickly. Yeah. And then your plyometrics, you've got two types. You've got extensive, which is fast ground contact time, you know, stabbing your feet into the ground. So you've got like pogos, any kind of like leaps. You could do one-legged stuff. I would just start with the bilateral stuff off two legs. Uh, I should post about some of this on my Instagram. Then you've got deep tier, which is oscillating up and down in a deep stretch position, teaching your muscles to relax squat, and then contract. Squat jumps, yeah. Squat, deep squat but jumps. Staying low. Deep lunge jumps. That would be deep tier stuff. That's why I think the most benef- benefit is for jiu-jitsu guys in the deep tier ranges when you're teaching your muscles to relax and then contract quickly in an already deep stretched position. Yeah. That's where the money is for jiu-jitsu fellas because a lot of your time is spent crouched down or at awkward angles or single legs. Uh, what about hamstrings? Any way to train the deep, the from full stretch, really fast twitch hamstring pulls? Yeah, you can do some stuff on the the, the glute hamstring machine. So say like, you like do a drop catch. Yeah, you could do drop catches. You could do stuff where like you're just explosively coming up and down. You could do stuff where that people are like good. pushing you up and down. That's probably where you could realistically use the snatch of your legs. The catch. Yeah, little. Yeah, Crab. Nordics are always little crabs. Nordic, Nordics are always great. Um, great. But where people, uh, oh, this is a question we can quickly segue to this too. Cool. Nordic curls and reverse Nordic curls, they're, they're both good. Problem that people have with Nordic curls, it's an extremely hard exercise. And if you start extending through your lower back in an Nordic curl, if you extend that way, you're going to take a lot of pressure off the hamstring. Whereas if we can stay in a posterior pelvic tilt as we do a Nordic, you're going to get much more benefit into the hamstrings. But you're gonna to have to have a regression, a regression, progression strategy for your Nordics to be able to get them to full range. Yeah. So you're on the, you're on the Nordic bed. You come down to a, a point with like lay it up with weights or a ball, and then you then you fly yourself back to the yeah. starting position. It's a fucking hard exercise to to get good at. Does it matter how high up the where you put your legs are, where you put your feet is? It's just, I always find it's easier if someone's pressing my heels into the ground really hard. Yeah, for me then, to do a Nordic. Yeah, then that machine. We need to pin it down harder, then. Yeah, you need to. You need but to let's say your legs were pinned higher up. Yeah, would that make it harder or easier? Harder. Just, uh, that's a good question. Probably, probably easier because they're already like you're at a higher position, position, and you're not going to get to a fully straightened position. See, when you're doing a Nordic, sometimes in your, even in that pin position, they may come up slightly. Yeah, like someone pinning them down, they come up for a little bit. Okay, making it a bit easier because you're not getting yeah. that full stretch. Yeah, all right then. So yeah, I guess no, I trust for, you for for more explosiveness, lift weights. Get get on supply metrics. Also on my program, I've I've added them into the Matt Strong program. Get on what the, are the chances? That's the crazy. Chances? That's all right. Cool. Next question. Uh, how do you defend lateral and escape lateral knee bar from saddle? So you want to point your toes as much as possible and try to slip your heel over there chest is one way if you can't slip your heel anymore because they've already bridged so much then you want to pull their inside knee in and across to your let's say they're attacking this leg and pulling your toes out they're trying to push your knee in with their outside calf then you pull their inside knee back out so your knee is able to twist the direction of the toes and then you can just basically sit up and hand fight or basically your toes out there once the once the tension comes off you can just point your toe and pull it back brilliant Point yeah. the toe, 
get the hammy back in. Yeah, but basically pull their knees in tight so they can't apply. Like, you don't want them to bridge on the side of your knee with no way. with their top hip. That's so you need not to pull them because that knee's going to fucking be gone. Oh. Yeah, that's the one. So you pull it out and around, and then they're just kind of bridging, but your knee's able to Move. turn with it. Yeah. Okay. But try and avoid letting people get good. Uh, good grips on your toes like that i would say but to be fair it's not it's not a heel hook like it is a submission but you can defend it much easier than a heel hook you can just like pull their knees back out the way they don't have the leverage to finish most mm. of the time so yeah fair play. good how do you deal with opponent flaring their elbow slash answering the phone with their secondary hand on the back Try to trap the arms. You can go for a half Nelson. You can... That's it. Try to trap the arms with the legs. Go for a half Nelson. Try and push their wrist down and go for a face choke. That's my answers. You like a bit of that? Quick one. Get a sequences in. Podcast merch. Any plans? Yeah. I need to think. Yeah? That. Yeah, we should, we should actually do them. We could do that. A, bit, a, lot, a lot of people have been asking us. What about merch? No one's yeah. asked me. When I say well, a lot, someone's asked me now. I think about five people have asked. Them, asked what do me. they want? Hats, hats, shirts. People would buy it. People buy stuff off us. Shout out Mark McQueen. That could be a good one. Oh, I see. Yeah, we don't have a logo. No, we need to look, make a logo. That'll be sick. I'll just phrases. Who the fuck is Fraser? No, no fra- <laughs> oh, phrases. 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 Yeah, phrases. 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 Yeah. Phrases. Uh, yeah, like we need a logo fuck, though. Who the fuck is Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> it's Fraser. I know a Fraser. We uh, need you know a logo Fraser. though. We yeah. could we could get like a head and then have like a tongue going out the middle, and it a, would be a like orange smoking. Circle. Yeah, and then some sort of thing around it, and it can say the Charles Ogan experience on the outside. That sounds familiar, but I like it. I like it's good. It, it feels like I already know it. <laughs> be sort of like an orange tint. With black writing. Yeah, and, and we could have like like sort of quotes from the past uh podcasts and that sort of stuff, like 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 jujitsu by day <laughs> Charles Hogan experience by night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be That should be the intro. All right. It sounds familiar. Let's see if we can make it. <laughs> Let's see if we can make it happen. <laughs> Instead of just uh, you know, us just handshaking every time. Well, I do like the handshake. How do you reduce muscle breakdown during rolls slash cardio work? I mean, we answered that with the with the breathing. Get the breathing in, the oxygen. Yeah, true, because then that was another thing about the breathing. Right. So he's talking about we're talking about you, normal so. breathing, yeah. A, a wide circle of whatever and then within that it's like a venn diagram just uh, bear with me the widest circle it's all in one circle by the way the widest circle being normal breathing the second widest being where we want to be just nose breathing and then the on after that will be like <sighs> like running Panting. let's say with your mouth open the last one will be analactic or something the one where you're just like a- sprinting as hard as you a-lactic. can alactic so that's it so you want to stay in that <laughs> nose breathing uh, <laughs> sort of zone uh, <laughs> and then you won't use up your glycogen stores so much fantastic yeah so more energy glycogen stores carbohydrates yeah cabs cabs uh, fucking fantastic you could also make sure that you're hitting your protein targets daily you could also make sure that you're hitting your pro- protein frequency because frequency is just as important three to four three to five servings of protein per day is key 
to avoid mm. muscle protein breakdown, especially when cutting weights, because he said even during cutting. The frequency is important. Yeah, it's fucking key. So yeah. hit your protein total, hit your protein targets, so hit your protein uh, frequency, and lift weights one to two times per week. Two Do three you think times it's worth going late to a session just to eat? Let's I mean, say a jiu-jitsu session in the morning. It depends how useful the session is. Yeah. If you're if you're not missing out on much, I would do that, and I do do that. And then what do you do when you show up? Sorry. Oh, sorry, man. Like, ah. Sorry, man. Like, oh fuck! I should do that. Sorry, professor. I should do that next time. I would. I, that's what I do. Okay. You want to get this one sport? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you read it from here? <laughs> All right. Ashley, outside heel hook, you can't be dyslexic. Outside heel hook or saddle slash 50 50 inside heel hook systems. It's fucking Japanese. For a names. beginner leg locker. We're talking. Start 50 50. Outside Ashley, 50 50 saddle systems. Start with the braking mechanics. Start with 50 50. Honestly, just go on flow grappling. Watch the Eddie Cummings seminar. It's all explained in black and white there for you. I've done that. Have you? Did you actually watch it? Yeah, you told me to. I yeah, yeah. did you do it? Yeah, yeah. fair play. How'd you find it? It's all very pretty good. I did scientific. The, I, I did the drills that he was telling me to do. The, the arch grip. Yeah. Yeah. Did great. I watch this? Uh, maybe Opening I didn't watch the knee it. and slipping the toes and all that. No, I watched something else. I well, it's know. like it's like a it's called like Jiu-Jitsu seminar or something like that. And there's like fifteen to how twenty l- different videos, short videos, fifteen oh, to twenty okay. different videos. It's a red mat if that helps you when you're scrolling looking through the I, thumbnails. I, I don't watch that one. I need to watch it. Yeah, mate, watch it for fuck's sake. It's secrets. I need to watch that. And yeah, it's probably a lot of it you would argue is outdated, but it's like the last seminar that Eddie Cummings did before he stopped his jujitsu. His hiatus. He uh, might come back. It's not hiatus. I think he's training. I think he's just not competing or in the public eye. Or maybe he stopped training and just came back for a bit of fun. Bit of shits and giggles. He's good. Yeah. He's good at jets. He was good. And he understood it very well. Mm. Which is So where can we find that? That's on flow I'll get a link. Flowgrappling.com. Let's get a note. On it's that. not necessarily just uh one video though. So you're gonna have to normally uh, if I want to find it, I just go Eddie Cummings, then I go on the videos, then I scroll to page five or seven, something like that, and then you scroll down, you'll see there's a whole set of them, a whole set of videos. Uh Eddie and yeah, it's good. Cummings. Good work. It's good, like basics. All right. I would jump on that. Great, that's a uh, That's what I did anyway. So, Sick. what's your favorite non-choking technique to attack from the back slash turtle? You non-choke uh, from the back or turtle? It's got to be an armbar, isn't it? Yep. I just like turning them back into mount and again going to the mount. That's what I like to do. Put them back in mount. Put them back in mount. <laughs> Go back to the J point. Go back to the mount. Just go to the J point. Go back to the mount. Try to get the smother choke. That's what I like to do. Fair play. But you? That's a good system. Well, <laughs> I would normally just take um, the back, but failing triangle? that, I would fall off and get a Kimura with my foot on the hip and then try and wrench them over with a Kimura. T Kimura. No. Well, they'll be turtle, so. Oh, they're in turtle. They're in turtle. Oh, they're in turtle. Okay. Yeah. What did you think the question was? I think you said if they're in favorite non choking. Submission from the back or turtle or turtle, yeah. I was in, yeah, okay, yeah. From the back, well, yeah, probably just arm bars. There's nothing else, is there? Triangle arm bar, turtle, need him in the ribs, turtle, <laughs> finger in the eye, chili in the eye, <laughs> chili jam. Uh, 
Yeah, so I would normally go Kimura, let's say, and then just like foot on the hip and fall off with your knee in front of their face. You isolate the arm and you can get some good sequences, some triangles out of that, some platters. It's all good. Just trust me, bro. Trust me, you fam. Uh, have you got a question? Do calories differ from training days to non non-training days slash high intensity days slash very low intensity days? They can if you want them to. I recommend on the higher intensity days, you have more calories because you have a higher work output. On the non-training days, you could allow yourself to go lower calories. That would make sense. But again, calories are all about your weekly total. What does the weekly total look like? What does that look like on an average per day? So it depends what your goal is, really. If you want to maintain weight, you could definitely do that. If you want to gain weight, you could still do that, but it'd be a lot more food to eat on those higher intensity days. And also on your Less recovery. Less time to eat on the higher Exactly, less days. time to eat as well. Although if you just keep your calories high all the time, if you want to gain weight, that's the way to go, I would recommend. Um, if you if you want to lose weight, then yeah, you could, you, could, you could even do it the other way. You could just have more carbohydrates, not necessarily calories on the high intensity days. And then on the recovery days, the low intensity days, you protein. could you could get the protein and you maybe protein. you maybe want to go higher calories because you're more hungry because your body's recovering protein there's many ways to do it it all depends on your goal but yes you can certainly do that when percent do the weekly average yeah do the weekly average right. work out what your weekly what work out what the weekly total is for the goal and then you can split them up you could go okay if i want if i'm training on these okay. days i'm going to have higher calories and then on the non training days i'm going to go lower calories and that will all equate to my weekly total so that will be that so there so there take prick. that he's not a prick fuck off <laughs> strategy against a low percentage high volume submission hunter so by that i assume he means keep talking just jumping okay, into subs chart. Yeah, get 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 the charger out. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, don't fall on Christian. Uh, so yeah, I assume that's someone who just goes for like subs, as in does not engage in any position that isn't a submission attempt. So for these guys, I mean, tactically, let's say you're doing a match that's like unlimited time, you would just want to stay as tight as possible and just move towards them. So they have to engage in some like, they have to engage with you in a way that draws you out, which is only possible basically once they start to put pressure on you. So if someone's just doing flying submissions, I would just stay tight and just walk towards them. They're getting negatives and they're getting more tired. And if they do jump on you, that'll be your opportunity to catch them. And as time goes on through the round, you might not start off by taking any big risk in counter-attacking, but as you learn exactly like their timing and what kind of moves they're going for, e.g. like rolling Kimura or like jumping on the legs all the time, then you'll know how to time a counter better as time goes on and you can risk more as they jump in, so. Jumping, jumping guard, breaking yeah. knees. So obviously people that just do, yeah, jumping risky attacks, it is more high risk. If you want to try and keep your the odds of you getting subbed on the lower side then i would say to play more like just like positional game pressuring into them even if you're playing bottom play positionally keep your elbows and knees tight and all that and your feet on the inside and pressure into them until they start to have to actually 
engage positionally and then you can catch them on the subs or, or sweeps. Sweps. Whatever it may be. Love Schweppes. Sick. Hate Schweppes. Tips for improving your depth on back squats. Sorry if it's already been covered before. I don't think it has been covered before. What I recommend you do is you put some either lifting shoes on or you get some little weight plates and you place them underneath your heels. That's going to allow you more ankle dorsiflexion, which is going to allow more space for the hips. Maybe try bringing your feet a little bit wider, turning the feet slightly out. I'd say lifting shoes and heel wedges underneath. You could use a 1.5 plate or a 2.5 plate. That will do the job. Would you ever just sit there in a full squat position with the weight on your back and just let yourself be flexed? For sure, over time that will help improve someone's mobility, but if they're really fucking compressed and absolutely like jammed up in that squat position, then that's not gonna be beneficial. It's gonna hurt them. It's gonna make them more compressed and fuck their joints up. So if you if you're really struggling with a back squat to get depth, <coughs> you need to use the weight plates, 2.5 kgs or 1.5 kg plates underneath your heels. And if to no avail on that, you just need to swap to a front-loaded variation, which could be a Zercha squat, or it could be a front squat, or it could be like a zombie squat variation. Or a belt squat. A belt squat, or uh, a goblet squat, because if the weight is loaded in front, it's much easier to attain a deep hip flexed position because of the load and you naturally get more ankle dorsal flexion cool. especially if you have lifting shoes on so get yourself some lifting shoes or you use the heel wedges what do they do just big heel same as the heel wedges yeah it just, it just wedges your heel up which TN. is more tn's not good you want like actual hey. weight lifting shoes fam hey all right do you take your tn's off when you're for a swim in the water no yeah i don't think so yeah i'm not pussy on that pussy off all right Worst grappling injury you've ever had. Worst? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Well, it's for the both of us, I guess. Uh, I did the grappling industries. I came second place. I think this guy will listen to this podcast. I dislocated the shoulder. No, no, no. You sustained. Oh, that, for me? Yeah. Uh... We're not bragging about people we've wronged. <laughs> <laughs> Get Big Dave on the podcast. Big Dave. <laughs> Um, I think I've done a gra- I've done a grappling industry and I lost my. F- I think I lost a bunch of matches yeah, as a white belt. And you got injured. This is we're is talking it? about injuries. Worst oh. grappling injury. Oh, I've never not been. industry. Oh, grappling in injury. <laughs> Why did I think you said grappling industries? You, you missed out on, <laughs> on school. Gra- grappling injury. Yeah. Um, uh, well, my back's pretty fucked, but that wasn't from grappling, and it's just been like ongoing each time. If I do too much take that side at the moment, back and hip is so sore. The rip, yeah. I would say overuse injuries to my hip. That's the worst you've ever had. I've never had a bad like, grappling. I've never had a bad injury from. What about your knee poppy? Mate, that was only out for like two or three weeks. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. But that's. I mean, that was from sitting in a car. Your hip. Yeah, I probably probably popped my MCL. Yeah. yeah. You were right. there. there. I was there, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the, probably the only one as well you've ever had. Well. I think so. You. Me, fuck. A lot of them have been bad. What's the worst? Probably my AC joint on my left shoulder. That. I've that done that too, actually, yeah. Popping, that was. That's that wasn't cool. jiu-jitsu either, though. Fuck. Uh, other than that, probably that was my worst AC. was getting my MCL and my Pez Anserine insertion. That was like two weeks before ADCC as well. That was another time. No, I mean, scary. before that, I was doing, we were doing wrestling, single leg, some guy like, instead of running the pipe, he did like a 
like a pull up into his balls and it was just such his name was spazzy chris uh, just to just to give some context he liked to listen to death Spaz. metal he had a green mohican and yeah and shaved head on either side and he didn't really sleep much and just drank loads of monster energy and yeah that's the guy to he avoid drove really life. fast everyone avoided him but you know when yeah, someone's going to exactly yeah well now I know better because I'll just sit around out but anyway if it comes to it but yeah he kind of like lifted my shin up into his balls really hard and it was just such weird timing I bounced and then I spun on my toe and everything just broke yeah. fucking hell yeah that's not good yeah yeah I did my AC joint as well on my shoulder defending a takedown um, oh. back blue belt in Farris training hard and I went to post and I posted and his weight all his weight came on top of me as well my shoulder went bang I was like oh that hurt a little bit ooh, ooh. finished the session off oh, you like a fucking session? idiot yeah and then got to the changing room went to get, get my bag I was like oh can't lift I can't really lift my arm too well yeah. that was it for me I, I fell on a handstand when I did mine Handstand fell right on my shoulder, stacked it. There's a video of it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly on a hill. I'd had a few pints and <laughs> I landed and crumpled over my shoulder. And yeah, and I was like, everyone was laughing. Like, ho, ho, like, ho, ho. And you're like, no, no my, like, oh, my shoulder. They're like, ho, ho. And I was like, no, no, my shoulder. And they're like, oh. no, fam. And they're like, yeah. yeah. Good, you know. Then they then they pitied me because I was like, oh my god, I'm actually, it I actually can't. Fam, it ain't good, you yeah. know. I wouldn't do that anyway, but no, <laughs> no I really can't. No. I'm just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah too much yeah, yeah. of a cool guy. Any, yeah. go oh, ahead, oh, go. Oh, 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 no, you go. What's your, oh, what's your opinion on club and mace training? I haven't used them. Would I use them? I'm not against them. I'm actually not against them. Is this a serious question? Yeah, it's a serious question. It's a serious question. I know that it could be a serious question. Could it be. could also be. It could also be someone taking a fucking piss. Yeah, Christian. Christian. Um, it's not it. It's not a bad way to train. Um, you could use it. Why would you use it? It's. I think a lot of the overhead stuff is actually pretty damn good for the shoulders, getting the shoulders moving. Like you know how we do that Lou raise. Yeah. It takes your shoulder through different ranges of motions, which allows like full rotation, gets the rotator cuffs working the psoriasis. So the benefit of using the mace, like especially if you're getting to those strange ranges and like swinging around. My technique is fucking bullshit for them because I've never used them. But we but do a lot of sword work here. We do a lot of sword work. But I guess you're going to be working the psoriasis anterior, which is fantastic for the shoulder health. You're going to be getting some good rotator cuff work. I'm not against it, I think. Should I would all our training be done with hammers and swords and shields and rocks? Yes. There you have it, guys. Um, so thoughts? I don't I know, know enough just about the guy. it. You could use it. Go check out Dan Strauss. He loves it. What? The hammers and that? The hammers and swords. He fucking go. loves that. I'm not going to... You can leave it there if you want. Yeah. Any late escapes from getting a steamer locked playing RDLR? Invert, my friend. Next question. Would you ever create a site like Submeta? That'd be fucking good for you, guy. No, but I'd probably do a Patreon. We need to do that. A Patreon, yeah. Or just like, I mean, the BJ Fanatics is going well, so thank you all out there who haven't discovered BJ Pirates. Uh, I don't think you need to do a submetal. He'd be fucking raking up off submetal. But if you get big enough and you do well Lockman's enough. He's also a very nice instructor. He teaches you like he cares about you. 
you know Sam Bennett is fantastic yeah I just don't I wouldn't watch it of course it's got little quizzes on it and stuff as well it's fantastic so if it's you the checks it that you've actually been watching and you haven't just been zoning out you get to the quiz you're like oh the first question's easy and then next thing you realise you're a fucking prick <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch properly you have to go back and also it's, like, it's not the easy multiple choice no, no. questions it's, it's like it's like it could be both of those what did he say and then you go back oh luckily <laughs> He's good. He's a good slippery customer, isn't he? <laughs> get really good at fucking. Get really good at jiu-jitsu and then get your fanatics up to fucking. Yeah. Big big sales. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm getting better at jiu-jitsu every day. I'm focusing on my technique presence, and you'll see that reflected in the instructional. I'm gonna buy it. Will you? Fantastic. But I'll buy it. I, I don't have any free copies, so I'll buy it off you. Yeah? And then we use that footage when we do podcast clips as well. That'd be great. Do you know I, mean? I don't know if that's legal. No, we'll get I have to speak to bits and pieces. Bernardo and the boys. Zenga. Little bits and pieces. Um, fuck, I've got to go. All right then. It's time to go. Bye. One more question. Okay, go. Uh, why did you move to, from Australia to London? Uh, oh, a personal one from the family. It's from mum. Yeah, from <laughs> mama. Um, she misses me. No, she doesn't. Uh, me. Why did I leave? Uh, Australia is great. Lived in Sydney, Bondi Beach, Rose Bay. Shout! It's fucking beautiful. Shout out finding Nemo. Shout out finding Nemo. Uh, and I just had a travel box before, and I booked a four, four month holiday to Cambodia, Vietnam, Thailand, and last. Uh, fucking. That sounds great. like a painful fucking piss. time. Uh, and then I booked a one-way ticket to London and all that. And here we are now. A one-way one ticket? One-way ticket, bro. One-way ticket. And then what? Got to Just London, arrived in London. 100 quid in my pocket. That was fucked. 100 right? quid. <laughs> that was so fucked. Um, stay with some family friends. Got a okay. job at a pub. The safety net. Had safety, safety net. Did you have a beef wellington? Have you ever eaten a beef wellington? Gluten, you know. Gluten. You're pathetic. Gluten, so I'm not even going to make the beef wellington then. Gluten. If you're I'll not going to eat it, what's I'll, the point? I'll take the crust out. Yeah, um, what do you mean you'll take the crust out? I'll take, what do you I'll mean? Because there's I'll a I'll pancake in it as well. Do you want to hear the story of what? Fucking hell. Fuck it. I won't make it that. I won't, oh, I won't make it. I won't make it. That's it. Yeah. London seems like a cool place to live. I was working in Australia. 20 to 23, 24. Had a great time. Made some cash. Come over here. Some Wonga. Some Wonga. Come over here and then six years later. Now you've got your own brothel. Got my own brothel slash gym. Fantastic. Yeah. You can do it guys. If you put if you if you dedicate enough time, visualize where you want to be, you can do it. You can sell alcohol. You can <laughs> to minus. <laughs> Proper twelve, bro. Um, we I, I have to go. Bye. Great to see you back. Uh, like and subscribe make sure you do all that check out Owen's instructional you got a new one coming out everyone should buy that we talk about that enough Get my we talk programs. about it often I wonder if I'll get a shitload of sales yeah. probably not though um, Christ great, great to see you that was a longer podcast than last week Thank you very see, you back. see you later guys bye get off